Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody. My name is Eric J. Olson. I am your host of today's episode of the Managing Partners Podcast. On the Managing Partners Podcast, we reach out to managing partners across the United States to find out how they started their law firms, how they're running their law firms, and what they're doing to keep their case pipeline full. We do talk to lawyers across the country, and today I've got someone that's coming on the show that's pretty close, Atlanta, Georgia, which is easy for me to get to from Norfolk, Virginia. We have Joseph Wilson. Hey, Joseph. Hey, how you doing, Eric? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you coming, man. Um, so, hey, J Joseph, tell us a little bit about yourself, your firm, what you guys do. Sure. So, again, I'm Joseph Wilson. I'm the managing partner of Joseph Wilson Injury Lawyers, and we're located in Atlanta, Georgia. We've been open for about four years as a law firm, but I've been practicing law about nine years. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Went to undergrad at Jacksonville State University, which is in Alabama. Played basketball there and then immediately went to law school in St. Louis, Washington University in St. Louis, and came back home to practice. So uh, it's been a pretty cool journey so far. Well, cool, man. I'm sure it's nice to be home again, huh? Oh, definitely. Home is, is where the heart is, as they say. Well, there you go. Cool. So uh, we, we like to ask a lot of questions about uh, marketing and how law firms are doing it to find out what's working, what's not. The audience is always interested in uh, hearing you know, some tidbits. So we've got a couple questions for you about that. So you know, referrals are usually a big part of any lawyer's lead source, how they get cases. Uh, those are always good. Even as a digital marketer, I love referrals myself. But besides referrals themselves, are there other ways that you go about getting new clients? Yeah, obviously referrals are a big part, but you know we're really big on on social media and utilizing that to create content. Um, and we do it for a few reasons. The first reason I I kind of started my Instagram page about six years ago is I wanted to create the perception that I'm an expert in my field, which. I was, but I had to create that perception for the consumers out there, whether it's a lawyer who follows me on Instagram or someone in the general public. And really what prompted me to do that was uh, there was a member in my family who was in a, a wreck I later learned about. And, and this again was six years ago. They knew I was a lawyer, but they didn't know, <laughs> they didn't know what I, I did. Um, yeah. They didn't know the, act, the area that I specialize in. And, and they went with another lawyer. And I, I was just like, hey, well, why'd you go with this other lawyer? And they said, well, we didn't know you did personal injury. And I was like, well, that light bulb kind of clicked. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I have been doing a pretty bad job of, you know, on social media, letting folks know specifically what I do and being top of mind. So yeah, social media is a, is a, a really big platform um, that we use to try to bring in new business as well. You make a really good point because uh, that happens to me all the time. You know, someone's like, oh, I, I just hired a marketer. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've known you for uh, 10 years. Right. Uh, I didn't really understand what you did, Eric. Happens all the time. So yeah, I think social media is great. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share this right now so the audience can see. So here is, this is the profile you're referring to. That's not me. No, I'm just playing. That is me. <laughs> <laughs> this is branded as you, you know, personally. Mm -hmm. Do you have one for the firm as well? Or do you just put everything here? We do everything through there. And yeah, you know, smart. obviously kind of thought about that for a while, but I, I decided, you know, just wanted to keep it through kind of that personal page. And, Smart. you know, from a branding standpoint, it was really all around, obviously, you know, law related things, settlements, verdicts, content, as far as tips and things of that nature, but also, 
you know, I wanted to show the side of my family as well. So I yeah. incorporate my family as well. So that's kind of my brand that I've kind of cultivated over the, the last five or six years. This is good. This, this is really good. So that's the first thing I noticed because a, a lot of times when you go to Instagram or any social media for a lawyer or in particular a law firm, it's boring. It's, it's just boring. It's, and it's, you don't, they don't do what social media is intended to do. I mean, here you've got, you know, this is a, you know, something that's you know kind of personal here. This is not you in a courtroom, but you've got, you know, podcasts, you're an influencer in, in your space, right? This is you dressed up and it says what you do, trial, civil trial. Down here, you've got your kids. That's great. But look at the number of likes, everybody. 222 likes on that one. Personal, right? Here's one of the family, 386. Now let's go to the one on the right. This is your happy Thanksgiving one, which, you know, it's good, but most firms and people do this at least yours has your photo on it which is good 82 likes as compared to 386 of the personal side so it's important to mix in the personal with the professional people want to know who you are not just what you do so i think you're doing uh, this is really good well done i appreciate that and you know the, the other selfish reason that i incorporate family on the on my page is you know there's a Sometimes there's an expectation from clients that we work 24 seven, seven days a week. And, you know, I have clients that follow me. They need to understand, although we yeah. work really, really hard on their cases, you know, we have lives as well. We have families as well that are important to us. And, you know, I think that kind of makes a difference yeah. as well. Hey, you've got other priorities, you know? So no, I think it's really good. And I think that in particular lawyers miss that mark big time when it comes to social media and and these days, when you're talking about social media, if you're not talking about Instagram, you're missing right. the mark pretty much, you know, so. Yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. Did uh, Are you doing that like yourself or do you have someone that's helping you with that? I have someone who, uh, and she's a good friend of mine. She's a vid She does my videography work, my flyers and things of that nature. So basically all of those flyers, the videos you see, she creates those. And she actually has an office in our office space. So we, we tend to nice. record pretty regularly because again, we're trying to be top of mind with the, the content we're creating and making sure we're consistent with putting that out there. What have the results been like for you as far as cases coming through the door because of the activity you're doing on Instagram? Yeah, I mean, it's we definitely get a lot of cases via Instagram and via social media. Again, we've been doing it for a while, so it's it's not something that you can expect to immediately get cases from unless you're doing paid, you're doing paid ads, which mm -hmm. you know, we haven't done a lot of that on, even on Instagram. We do some of that on Facebook, but not a ton on Instagram. But we definitely get cases from Instagram. I get, you know, direct messages for people who want us to represent them or someone who just is a friend of mine who follows, who's been following me for a while, who again, sees my expertise in the area. And then when something does happen a year or two years from now, they call us. We, we see it time and time again. And, you know, my office does a good, a good job of tracking kind of where cases are coming from, how they got to us and time and time again, you know, Instagram or, you yeah. know, I follow Joseph on Instagram. That's et cetera, great. Et cetera. I refer to friends et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's, it's been very helpful. And then also like so many times when it comes to digital marketing in particular, clients, lawyers, they, they want to know, like they want to see hard proof attribution is what it's called, right? So like, where did the case come from? Where did the lead come from? But a lot of times um, people, they just know about you, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's hard to even pinpoint the fact that they first found out about you or maybe not even first, but maybe first 
started to really understand what you did on a platform like social media or Instagram. But when they come to you, they're like, yeah, I've just, I've just known about Joseph forever, or it was a friend or, and it's really a referral from the work that you've been doing on social media. It it all gets convoluted in in people's minds, you know? Yeah, I agree. And that definitely can happen. But, you know, I just think it's it's so important again, because like you said, it may be hard to trace back the direct source of it. And, and you know, I, we kind of train our staff to kind of keep trying to peel back the layers yeah, well, with the, yeah. to try to get more specific, but it's all about, again, being top of mind and um, yeah. creating that content that's really engaging. So we really try to create stuff that's going to be engaging that people are going to care about. So like, even when we do tips and, and videos, it's not always, just about personal injury stuff because we're being honest people who care about personal injury stuff is our lawyers and people who have been hurt but for folks who may have not been in an accident may have not been injured so we talk about you know world events from a legal perspective as well things again that are going to engage people and then keep them interested that's really insightful and really good because you're right like it's not that you know you've got uh, over ten thousand followers and it's not like you got ten thousand people that are ready to hire a personal injury lawyer Right. If they're ready, they're going to call, right? But these are people that are that find you interesting and now they know that you are a lawyer. Right. And so it's keeping top of mind. And so you can't push, you're, I, I think you're totally right. You know, you really can't push that narrative too hard and especially not in posts that live forever you know maybe a little more so in in stories it seems like that's kind of the place to sell if you will because they disappear after 24 hours but i really like what you've done have you found that doing other things in conjunction with your social media have helped do they augment each other and other things like the website search engine optimization you mentioned ads a little bit on facebook at least what about like ads and like google do you do any of that so right now, you know, we do some things on Google LSA, which is kind of, you know, at first when we we're doing it, it was going really well. And I think this is the experience of a lot of law firms. It's not as great as it used to be. At least that's what I've been hearing. So we do Google LSA. We do Facebook ads. We actually do a little bit on television as well in certain markets. We're not ubiquitous or anything like that. We're not spending millions a year like some of these firms in Atlanta, but we've kind of found some counties that we like and really specifically targeted those counties. And so I've been doing that for, it'll be a year, probably in April. That's been pretty good also. And then, like I said, from from the lawyer referral side, yeah, your reputation is supposed to precede you, but you also, you have to get out there and make sure you're continuously having lunches with, with folks. And, you know, we so we're trying to be, you know, regularly schedule those things to just engage with our referral partners too. Really cool. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. Is there something that you've done in the last four years since you set up your law firm marketing-wise where you're like, oh, this is going to be amazing, and then it just wasn't? <laughs> Let me think on that. Basically, something that doesn't work quite as well as maybe you thought or other people have said it would work. Yeah, probably the the Facebook ads. Um, and that may be due to, you know, the amount because it's all about the ad spend and things of that nature. Things that are yeah. above my pay grade, what I know about trying to understand. But you know, Facebook ads have been okay for us, but I wouldn't say they have been like overwhelmingly great. And I'm also very conscious about like how the how those ads look and how they come across, you know, because I, I mean I see Facebook ads all the time where, you know, there's an ad with a, a roll of money. And, you know, hey, you got 
I had a personal injury case. You can make this. So, I mean, I know, and I've worked with companies that said, hey, these convert, these do yeah. well, but kind of inconsistent with my brand and kind of what I yeah. want to portray. And so I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. So that may have affected, you know, how well those ads converted too. So uh, definitely some yeah. technical stuff with that. Do you recall if those were like uh, retargeting ads for the people that came to your website or were they just, you're going after the the general population more or less, you know, like primary ads. I believe they were primary ads. I think there was a retargeting component to it from my discussions with them, but uh, I believe those were primary ads. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think those are more difficult because you're really trying to identify the people that have the need out of the population that's in Facebook. Yeah. Uh, granted, you're restricted geographically, however you want, and and some other, lots of different factors, but still you're kind of hoping that uh, someone's interested. Whereas those retargeting ads, people that come to your website, pff, that, that's a slam dunk. Uh, we, we're a big, big advocate of that here because they've already come to your website. They have some level of interest and um, it's relatively inexpensive to get back in front of them, follow up, right? In the sales mm -hmm. process, it's, it's more follow up, the better, Sam. Right. Cool. Four years in, what are your growth yeah. plans? So, you know, obviously just trying to get better each year, just trying to stay hungry, uh, never get complacent. As far as, you know, we have some specific growth goals in place. We have, you know, a one-year plan, a three-year plan, a five-year plan, but we're a big litigation firm. So just trying to get in more litigation matters for bigger cases, adding staff. We just added a lawyer uh, who just started with us in December. And so as we get in more litigation cases and more and more matters, we'll grow the team out to be able to, to handle that type of volume as well. But yeah, I mean, the, the fun thing about owning a business is there's really no ceiling on it, uh, what you can do. And so, you know, there's no real specific number that I have in mind that I want to get to. I just kind of want to maximize our potential as a firm yeah. and just continue to be hungry and trying to trying to grow as best we can. So. I love it. You're absolutely right. I 100% agree. The, the only limitation is mm -hmm. what you put your mind to or don't, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, when I first started the firm, I can remember I was like, you know, I just want to be able to pay my mortgage and uh, maybe <laughs> go on a vacation or so. And and then when you get into the entrepreneur space, because I was the first entrepreneur in my family, it's like when you start talking to people, you're like, wait, they're doing what? They're doing this much? And How do they do that? Yeah, it's like, wow, that's actually attainable. Like you can do that. And so now it just kind of just broadened my mindset completely on that. That's awesome. Good for you, man. Well, I appreciate your time. If somebody would like to reach out to you, they have a question, maybe they have a referral for you and whatnot, what's a good way to get in touch with you? Sure. You can reach out to me via email at joe, well, joe at jlwilsoninjurylawyers.com or on Instagram, which is Joseph Wilson ESQ. There you go. All right, Joe. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. If you would like to check out other episodes like this, our complete backlog of interviews is at ArrayLaw.com slash podcast. We've interviewed about 150 managing partners from across the country, and each episode is tagged by their primary practice area and their state, so you can find exactly what you're looking for. And if you are a managing partner looking for digital marketing to grow your law firm, please check out ArrayLaw.com. That is my company's website. We are Array Digital, and I am Eric J. Olson. Joseph, thanks so much, buddy. Thanks for having me. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully, you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.